Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is our Titans reporter, Sam Phelan, uh, in this morning. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline at A to Z Sports. And also uh, make sure uh, that you check us out on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans content. We do got to thank our sponsors because they really do make it happen for us. And they help out you guys like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And Farm Your Health Plans. Get better with Farm Your Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. And so, Sam, we're going to get underway here officially as NFL Free Agency Day 2 is already underway. The Titans uh, reportedly have agreed to terms uh, with another uh, player this morning. That would be linebacker Luke Gifford, who spent the first four years of his NFL career with the Dallas Cowboys as a special team linebacker for the most part. Uh, but a a deal where Luke Gifford comes and joins the Tennessee Titans uh, on a two-year contract worth up to $5 million. And it's I, I will say this. It's it's basically Will Compton. And that is what Luke Gifford is. He's out of Nebraska. He was a special teams linebacker in the NFC East for four years. And now comes the Titans on a cheap uh, deal to see uh, what can happen. So we'll see how that goes and what that is. And we'll talk about if that's the replacement uh, for uh, David Long Jr., who we'll talk about uh, in our second segment overall. But Sam, the Titans signed a left tackle who should be better than Dennis Daly. That is what happened on day one of free agency. But overall, give us a kind of recap of uh, what all happened in day one in free agency uh, from your perspective, because uh, Sam, we were busy yesterday as there were over well over a hundred articles uh, posted at a to Z sports.com yesterday alone. Uh, so uh, Sam, I'll let you recap what yesterday was for everybody. Well, you know, the first day, kind of the crazy day, you know, you, you're kind of sitting by and I, I'm sitting on my couch. I'm just counting down the minutes until, you know, 11 o'clock central time when the legal tampering period opens and then sure enough the floodgates open with it right and you start hearing about deals from around the league uh chicago bears probably the headline of the league in terms of like what team was the most active they brought in tj edwards uh they brought in uh nate davis from the titans they took demarcus walker from the titans they signed tremaine Edmonds. they've been very very active in this free agency period uh and then a couple other major moves on the offensive line front. The Titans weren't really involved with the Mike McGlinchey sweepstakes. Uh, no real word so far on Orlando Brown Jr. Some of these top tackles that uh, are, are still out there that people are wanting the Titans to sign. But no, the first move that they made after losing a few players was Andre Dillard, uh, left tackle from the Philadelphia Eagles. He uh, signed with the Titans uh, early in the afternoon uh, and Andre Dillard Austin is a guy that a lot of Titans fans were hoping the Titans would trade for at the trade deadline last season he was a very popular name being thrown out in trade discussions a former first round pick kind of comes from an interesting background 
in Philly because he lost his job in Philly, but he didn't get benched. It, it, like, I mean, he did get benched, but not really your typical benching scenario. He just happened to miss a full season when Jordan Mailata emerged as one of the top left tackles in football. Uh, and, you know, the Eagles had no reason to bring him back at left tackle. So he hits the open market. The Titans are in play for him. They lock him up. Uh, but then kind of a surprise to see David Long Jr., uh, Demarcus Walker got a lot of money from Chicago. Yeah. I think that was the the takeaway there was, okay, that, that was more money than the Titans were going to give him. But David Long Jr., two years, $11 million, and, and really an inside linebacker market that was – that is highly like very saturated. There's so much talent there at the position and a lot of guys getting probably less than projected. The Titans choose to let David long walk. They did. And we'll talk a lot about David long in our second segment. If that was fair or foul uh, for letting uh, David long jr. Walk to the Miami dolphins. Uh, so with Andre Dillard, you know, we were all curious when that news broke of what would the numbers look like? Because Andre Dillard, uh, while, uh, he is a former first-round draft pick. Has only started nine games uh, in his NFL career. And so would he be a potential starter on the offensive line for the Titans who are having to completely overhaul the offensive line in one offseason? And Andre Dillard got three-year deal worth a, a total of $29 million. And that easy math says that's a lot of money to not start somewhere on the offensive line if you're the Tennessee Titans. And so it seems like Andre Dillard would be a uh, a pencil-in uh, guy on the top five offensive linemen. Is it left tackle? Is it another position? Uh, he did play some at right uh, tackle uh, when Mylotta got, or excuse me, when uh, Lane Johnson got hurt for the Eagles and Mylotta had to slide over to right tackle. Dillard did come in and play, you know, several of his nine starts at left tackle for the Eagles when that happened with Lane Johnson. But it seems like Nicholas Petit-Frere is the guy who's like looking around Will Smith in the living room and Fresh Prince, like what, where is everybody? <laughs> or if you want to go with John Travolta doing that too, you could do that too, whichever gift you like best. And so it seems like Andre Dillard, three years up to $29 million is probably going to be the left tackle for the Tennessee Titans, at least walking into the facility when OTAs start in April. Well, I think the draft will have an impact on that too, right? We've talked about uh, them sitting at 11th overall right now, probably looking at offensive line, but a conversation Zach and I had yesterday, Austin, was uh, we briefly touched on the fact that with the Bears moving back to number nine and probably being in the market for an offensive lineman, the, the Titans are hurt by that trade between Chicago and Carolina because there's a chance they don't have the first pick of the of the offensive linemen in, in the draft. And for a while, it was looking like at 11, they were going to be taking the first lineman off the board. Now there's a chance Paris Johnson, maybe Peter Skaronsky, one of these guys goes off the board to Chicago at nine, which then puts the Titans in an even tougher spot. But depending who's there at 11, if it's Paris Johnson and it's somebody you view as your left tackle, perhaps Dillard goes to left guard. But I think the draft will have a big impact on this. But I agree with you, certainly for that cap figure, right? Yeah. He, that's one of your five offensive line starters. So now you check 
Nicholas Petit-Ferrer, Andre Dillard, and probably put a little bit of a question mark next to Aaron Brewer's name when you're trying to figure out who, who your first five are right now. Yeah, Aaron Brewer will be an interesting one. He is a restricted free agent, so we'll see how the Titans want to handle that. I'm sure they will uh, give it time and, and see what other uh, opportunities come to fruition on the offensive line before potentially circling back uh, to Aaron Brewer. So, Sam, let's ask this question, get the chat more involved this morning. It's a simple question. You can use emojis or you can just type it out on Facebook, YouTube, or on Twitch. Are you thumbs up or thumbs down if Andre Dillard is the Titans' starting left tackle? Are you thumbs up or thumbs down if Andre Dillard is the Titans' starting left tackle? This isn't if, so we're not penciling, we're not pinning him in with permanent ink. Uh, maybe penciling with three-year, $29 million contract. Are you thumbs up or thumbs down if Andre Dillard is the Titans' starting left tackle? Uh, but first, let me tell you, you guys, again, about our opportunity this week. You guys know what week it is. The brackets came out Sunday night, and we want you to fill out your bracket with us and our bracket challenge with Run Your Pool. So go check out that link. Uh, I'll post it here um, in the chat real quick to go check out that link to sign up. Uh, for our A to Z Sports Bracket Challenge. You should absolutely do that because Run Your Pool and, and, and A to Z Sports, we have uh, all come together and given you guys great prizes. The number one uh, bracket in our pool gets a free 55-inch smart TV. Number two gets $100, $150 in Fanatics gift cards. And number three gets $50 in Amazon gift cards. It's free for you. It's super easy uh, for you to enter. It's a great dashboard. Uh, right there. So check that out. I just dropped the chat, uh, dropped the link in the chat. And there's a lot of uh, uh, comments that might flood that thing, but join us and play with us. Uh, hopefully your bracket champion uh, can help you win some prizes from A to Z sports and run your pool, but check that out right there and join our bracket challenge. We've got over 140 people in it so far, but we need to get that thing up uh, by Thursday morning. So run your pool. Thanks to them uh, for helping us out with our bracket challenge this year. Uh, right there with run your pool listen today's show is powered by betmgm betmgm is the king of sports books austin i submitted my bracket to the bracket pool last night and i, I gotta be honest i'm very very confident in my bracket i've done a lot okay. of studying over the last few months i think i know who the national champion is if you think you know who the national champion is make sure you go ahead and go to betmgm place a 50 dollar wager on any team in the tournament to cut down the nets in Houston. Uh, and if they, uh, as long as they make it to the semifinals, you will get a $20 bonus bet. So find that one team that you're looking at backing this March, uh, place a $50 bet on BetMGM for them to uh, win the national title. And if they make the semifinals, it is a $20 bonus bet back into your account. That's why BetMGM, it's why we love BetMGM this time of year. And they are the king of sports books. That's betmgm.com and the betmgm app. Yep. I placed my $50 bet on Alabama plus 800. So it could bring me back a pretty nice payday. For if plus 800, I guess plus that makes 800. sense. Yeah. This tournament yeah. is like, it, it, why, it's a, pretty damn open. Right? Well, I have a family pool, man. And we have six different national champions between. <laughs> so it, it's, it's pretty, uh, yes. pretty spread out. All right, Sam. So the news uh, is the Titans do sign Andre Dillard uh, to, 
uh, a contract uh, reported to be three years, $29 million in maximum. We don't know the details or the guarantees on that, but that is the news. The Titans have a potential new left tackle. So let's ask this question and get more of your comments. Are you thumbs up or thumbs down if Andre Dillard is the Titans starting left tackle? Uh, Sam, I'll send you to the very, very busy chat. Trey says thumbs up. Ryan says thumbs up. Jabu is thumbs up. Manny is thumbs up. Jimmy, thumbs up. Jay, thumbs up. Eric is our first thumbs down here, but Mo, Titans, Kyle, Elevate, Sean, Tighten Up Ohio, Jarrell are all thumbs up. Uh, Leo believes that he's going to be the starting left guard. Uh, Xavier says thumbs up. Steven, Tighten Up. Uh, the other Steven, Demario, Hunter, a lot of thumbs up in the chat right now, Austin. Uh, we have, we have now we have a down from Trey. He says put him at right guard. Thumbs up from Jeff. Thumbs up from Matt. Thumbs up from Jonathan. Uh, thumbs down from Joey. Says dude got benched and didn't even play. He sucks. Wow, dropping the the sucks word on on, on Andre Dillard. Uh, we got a thumbs up from Guy. A thumbs up from Kendall who says progress. Daniel's a thumbs down. Uh, Jamie's a thumbs down. We have a thumbs up from NJ Titans fan. Thumbs up from Steven Rodriguez. Uh, thumbs down from Bo. Thumbs down from TK. Down from Michael. We have a thumbs up from Wilbur, who says he is better than Dennis Daly. Yes. That is not arguable. Yes, so. let's, let's pause there. Yeah, Andre is, Dillard is better than Dennis Daly. Bork but, is also in the, he is not Dennis Daly. So I give a thumbs up uh, to him. Noah's a thumbs up. Eddie's a thumbs down. Devin is a thumbs down. Brad is a thumbs up. I think we have majority thumbs up here as yeah. we keep, I mean, they are, the thumbs ups are flying in here as we kind of scroll through Tiffany, Roger, Russ is a thumbs down, but Austin, yeah. uh, I think I know where you are here. But are you a thumbs up or a thumbs down for Andre Dillard being the Titans left tackle? So I was a, a, I'm a thumbs down right now. And I'll get to overall why I'm a thumbs down. I'm a thumbs down on the Titans saying Andre Dillard, three years, 29 mil. That's the left tackle moving forward. Uh, I was thumbs up on potentially John Robinson trading for Andre Dillard in the middle of last season. But that's because I thought the Titans should go out and win the third consecutive AFC South title. And Andre Dillard is better than Dennis Daly. Andre Dillard would have gotten, would have, I don't know what the trade price would have been, but the Titans gave up a fifth round pick for Dennis Daly. So Andre Dillard may be a day three pick uh, in the middle of the season uh, for the Titans who upgrade their left tackle in the middle of the season while they were seven and three ish or around that. You know, they're still leading the AFC South to go get a home playoff game again. That's where I was thumbs up on Dillard. But now you have an opportunity to reset this entire offseason. And if Andre Dillard is the planet left tackle, that is not a very solid plan. That is a risky plan. That is a gamble. That feels a lot like a rebuild plan more than a reset, retool plan, which Mike Vrabel and Rain Carthon have both talked about not tanking and not being about a rebuild, not being about the 2024 quarterback draft or anything of that but Andre Dillard while he would be a fine left tackle if you were going through a rebuild because he's got upside because of his first round athletic ability and where he was drafted and everything there but if you're trying to compete this year Andre Dillard signed in middle of March 
can't be your automatic answer at left tackle. If you want to bring him in to compete, that's fine. But three years, $29 million feels like a lot of money to bring a guy in to compete. You need to have him play for the price that you're paying him. Uh, but I don't know where. So, but I, I am I am thumbs down on permanent inking Andre Dillard as left tackle. They need to still uh, bring in more resources to fit the left tackle position. Well, I don't think you're necessarily permanent inking him at left tackle, but you are permanent inking him on the offensive line. Like, I, I think you can move him. But even if he was the left tackle, I am a thumbs up, and I, I'm a big thumbs up. I'm a, a huge fan of Andre Dillard. I have been uh, for the last year looking at his situation in Philadelphia and, uh, you know, wanting to get him out of that situation. Sure, he wanted out of that situation, and uh, I think your point is sound that this is more of a rebuild mode than a reset set type of move. But what I've kind of learned here, Austin, and very quickly realized is that the Titans just don't have the money to play at the top of this free agent pool for left tackle. So, yeah, like this is a risk. Andre Dillard is a risk when a guy has nine career starts, eight career starts at left tackle over five years or four years in the league. Uh, that's a risky signing, but it, this feels like a calculated risk to me because uh, this is somebody that we've known the Titans have had their eye on for some time. They obviously see something in him and, and like something about him. Mm -hmm. You give him starter money. I, I like the positional versatility to go and move him to left guard. If you really need to, he doesn't prevent you from drafting a tackle in the draft, which I think is very valuable. It opens you up to uh, inside offensive line, outside offensive line, but another guy that you can pencil in at a starter for reasonable money. And if his upside does hit, now you're looking at a guy with a first round pedigree that you're paying $9 million to, to play your left tackle. That's how you get ahead in the salary cap game is by getting guys efficiently at different positions. Uh, I just Mike McGlinchey got 70 something million dollars guaranteed, whatever it was like 17.5 a year. Right. That's not a realistic figure that the Titans can pay right now, given where they are in cap space. Like you can't give all of your cap space. So yeah, they're going to need to make some of these more high risk, high reward. Uh, I, I, I want them to streamline and get younger is really what I want them to do. Uh, and, and Andre Dillard does that. You get young, you get more affordable, you get more controllable, uh, and you know you add another piece to the offensive line at an affordable rate. Whew, so you like it. Um, but as left tackle, as a starting left tackle. I think okay. Yeah, I mean, I think if he because earns a left I, tackle I, job, that's good news for you. So, I mean, that that would be – if he shows up in camp and they end up rolling with him at starting left tackle, I think that's really good news to where he is. Again, this is not somebody that got just benched for playing poorly. Like Andre Dillard has been pretty good when he's been on the field in Philadelphia. He's had some injuries, which that's a separate issue that I'm yep. sure Titans fans are concerned about because, you know, we've, we've seen the injury issues, but it has also been, some different stuff. It hasn't been Taylor Lewan torn ACL type of deal. It's been a bicep or, or different kind of freak stuff, not necessarily soft tissue or, you know, chronic things like a knee. Um, he missed an entire season. Jordan Mailata stepped in as one of the best left tackles in the game. They were sitting there with Lane Johnson on one side, Jordan Mailata on the other, and a really good offensive line. He didn't have anywhere to go. Uh, and 
you know, that it was a, it's a really, really unique situation, which in my opinion allows the Titans to get a guy that's potentially a very, very talented left tackle, very young, entering the prime of his career for a, really a, a discount price because he hasn't played in recent seasons. But it seems like like you're you're right. It hasn't been one particular injury. It's been a bunch of different things. So I want to go through that a little bit because yeah, Devin says biceps are literally soft tissue. You know what I mean though, referring to like legs and things that are are trainable. Lower like body. It, yeah, lower body soft tissue, which is the we're gonna get into about David Long, but it's uh, those things that you, the hamstrings, the groins, the the practice injuries that can kind of recur. Bicep is kind of a freak incident. I get what you're saying there. So I'm going to go through um, some injury history that Andre Dillard has had. Um, and Ryan Clark brings up that it was the bicep injury four years ago. It, there were some situations. So we'll go through some of uh, the injury concerns uh, about Andre Dillard here in a second. But first, we tell everybody about our great sponsor. That is Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service uh, for you. They've been serving Tennesseans for over 75 years. And they can help you out uh, in multiple ways. Go to fbhp.com slash ATOZ. That's fbhp.com slash ATOZ uh, for your new health plan. Zach joined Farm Bureau Health Plans over a year ago, saving 20% every month on his coverage and you can do the same if you're entering adulthood and you don't really know a lot about health coverage because you don't learn anything about health coverage through high school through college and all of a sudden you're supposed to know how to set up for a plan that's smart for you that has their appropriate coverage that's not going to gouge you with the rates farm your health plans can help you through that process so check them out fbhp.com slash atoz Today's show is powered by BetMGM. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Find your team this March that you are backing to make a run and take home the bracket. When you find that team, you settle in on that school. Perhaps it's Tennessee. Uh, for any Vols fans out there, I'm not sure that would be a great choice. But, you know, perhaps there's, perhaps there's people picking Tennessee out there. Whoever your team is, place a $50 wager on them on BetMGM and the BetMGM app to win the national title. And as long as they make the semifinal, You'll get a $20 bonus bet back into your account. So, uh, yeah, when you submit your brackets, make sure you submit your bet as well on BetMGM. Find your team, $50 wager, $20 bonus bet if they make the national semifinal. Uh, that is why BetMGM is the king of sports books and the, the, uh, the book that I will be using all March as the tournament plays out. All right, it is eSports here live on this Tuesday going through Andre Dillard who signed – uh, with the Tennessee Titans, uh, reportedly a three-year, $29 million max uh, deal uh, there for the Titans to be um, their left tackle, potentially. So we talked about that. So uh, in 2019, he was a first-round draft pick uh, by the Philadelphia Eagles. And in August, in training camp of 2020, going into his second year, that is when he tore his bicep and was out for the rest of the season. So he missed the entire year in 2020. Uh, with the torn bicep, which is when Jordan Mailata kind of Wally pipped him, right? This was not a benched for bad play situation with Andre Dillard. It was a, you got hurt, missed the entire season, and Jordan Mailata just happened to be a pretty damn good left tackle uh, for the Eagles. And then uh, in, in 2022, this past season, 
he broke his forearm in training camp. And so he was put on injured reserve to have a surgery to repair that broken forearm. And so he missed uh, four to six weeks with the broken forearm. So in his four years as an NFL player, he's had two training camp injuries that have cost him. One of them cost him his starting job in his entire second season. And the other one just kind of solidified in the Eagles mind of, well, we're not going to have uh, Andre Dillard after this season because the guy got hurt again in a contract year, broke his forearm. There's been some other things there, but those are two injuries that, uh, that allowed or kept him from starting more than nine games. So I, I think the problem here, Sam, is that, as Stephen King says, sounds like Dillard will fit right in. What have we been talking about with the Tennessee Titans for the last two years? You can't stay healthy. Everybody gets hurt. Soft tissue, freak injuries, training camp injuries, and practice injuries in games. It's all a bunch of the same. And so Andre Dillard has had two injuries that have put him on IR in two of his four seasons with the Eagles. He's only started nine games, but you're going to give him 29 million bucks over three years to, to be a, a part of your offensive line. It just seems like, what are we doing here? Like it's, it seems like a lot of the same stuff of, well, yeah, injured players are cheaper in free agency, but the Titans have been playing that game now for too long. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would put a, there was a comment up here that too. It said, I, I, I don't trying to find it said, I thought we weren't signing injury prone players. I do think there's an important distinction between injury prone and been injured. Right. Like, because, and it comes down to where you get hurt does matter and how you get hurt does matter. Things like break, breaking your forearm is not exactly in a player's control or in a player's training habits or, or things that prove to be chronic and repeatable over time. Like, that is just a, a one off injury, a bad injury. Yeah. And, you know, but it, it's not the same as, you know, uh, a pulled hamstring here or a pulled groin or a pec issue. So, Ultimately, Austin, this is what it comes down to for me. And this is something that you and I both have criticized John Robinson for, criticized the Titans organization for, uh, which is value, uh, right? They they have this obsession with value and, mm-hmm. and a guy's upside compared to what they can get him for, both in the draft and in free agency. That's what this Andre Dillard move feels like. It is a gamble to get maximum value. I just feel like where the Titans are at as an organization right now, assuming it's going to be Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry uh, back in this offense, and they will be running it back with a lot of the same key pieces. You are in a spot where you have to get impact players for the best value possible because there are too many holes to fill to do it at a premium rate. They cannot go play in the big left tackle pool and actually fill out the rest of the offensive line with competent starters while also adding a wide receiver and potentially some help to your defensive line. Like that they have right now, they probably need what two inside linebackers, some depth. Well, they they the, just signed. Don't forget about Luke Gifford. Now. I, Luke sorry, Gifford Luke just Gifford. got signed this morning. 
The, you need inside linebackers. You need, uh, you know, a depth piece to the defensive line, like a defensive end, somebody to your pass rush, maybe one more defensive back, at least one wide receiver and three more offensive linemen. That's at a minimum. And, and side so, end or two. Some of that can come through the draft, yeah. right? You have the draft to grab guys, but how many of those guys are going to be ready to be day one starters? Yeah, you, only got, you only got six draft picks. Yeah, maybe only two or three of them you can actually play. So because of that, right, because of the amount of holes that we see on this team, if you are wanting to be more competitive this year, we have to see how the rest of this free agency process plays out. But Andre Dillard for $9 million a year, potentially being the solution at left tackle is a positive for the Titans with what they need to do right now. Like it, you go sign Orlando Brown Jr. Great. You have a left tackle. You're probably done. Like you're almost capped out financially yeah, at, at yeah. that point regardless. Yeah. So like, I, I just think there's so much that like they need to do to try and, and offset some of these losses. And Dillard is a way of them finding a guy with great potential positional versatility uh, that, that can help them somewhere on the offensive line. And he can come for less than $10 million a year that sign me up for that with where they're at right now. I'm with you. And, and guys, I, I just dropped a, a link in the chat uh, on, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. It's Sam wrote an article. I believe you published it this morning yep. uh, about Rand Carthon's strengths and philosophy in free agency on why Titans fans need to sit tight and trust Rand Carthon. So uh, we're not going to go into that right now because I, I, I want, you know, maybe that's a, a topic for tomorrow. But it it's a piece of this as well. So go read that, you yes. know, and we'll, we'll after the show, go check it out. Yeah. Bookmark don't mark that link, open it up in a new tab. Don't go away from us yet because we're about to talk about David long jr, which is a big, interesting uh, conversation here. Yeah. So, so go read that after the show. Like, like Austin said, it's about Rand Carthon's history in free agency and why Titans fans need to pump the brakes a little bit. That's kind of the teaser but I think part of that Austin plays it and spills into this where I just look at it and say with, with as much as you need, you're going to have to find good value in as many guys as possible. So let's let Rand put this entire picture together and then come back to it. But for now, I like the Andre Dillard move. Yeah, uh, We're going to get to David Long Jr. here in a second uh, because that is a interesting conversation that we're going to dive into because we talk about fixing two problems, right? You know, Andre Dillard is – is an attempt to fix the offensive line at some spot, whether it's left tackle, either guard, we don't know. Uh, but that's Andre Diller. The second problem we're about to get to when it comes to David Long Jr. But Brian has a good question uh, that I, I think is just overall anybody uh, could use the information. So Brian says the Titans are paying Dillard roughly $9 million, uh, per year. Uh, so the Titans have 17 mil of cap space left. The cap is so confusing. So not necessarily just because the average annual value of three of 29 divided by three is a little over 9 million. Doesn't mean Dillard has a $9 million cap hit. He will have a signing bonus that we don't know yet. The financials, the signing bonus is prorated over the entire three years. And then the base salary plus that prorated signing bonus uh, is how you do that math. So, you know, if you want to do, uh, how can we do easy math here? You can't do easy math with 29. Well, uh, but anyway, but it's like, not, it's nine, nine million six hundred sixty-seven thousand. Yeah. So that, that's kind of how that would, 
how that would work out. So it would not necessarily mean he has a cap at a nine million. His cap it will probably be somewhere in the market of like four million, five million, maybe, uh, of what the cap hit will be this upcoming year. All right, Sam, let's get to David Long Jr. because this is going to be interesting because David Long Jr. signed a deal with the Miami Dolphins that made me open my eyes. And I think, Sam, based on our Titans article chat, it opened a lot of people's eyes. Two years, $11 million for David Long Jr. to go to the Miami Dolphins. So let's ask this question. Is it fair or foul for the Titans to let David Long Jr. walk? Fair or foul for the Titans to let David Long Jr. walk in free agency knowing what he got from the Miami Dolphins two years, just $11 million. Uh, at first, we've been talking about injuries. If you guys get hurt in life, you have to know where to go. That's the Bone and Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So check them out uh, whenever that injury pops up in life. Somebody asked us, I think it was Bo, like, have you guys ever gotten hurt? Do you guys know that things just don't automatically heal the right way? Yeah, I know that. I, I tore my ACL several years ago, and I went to my guy Scott Arthur at the Bone and Joint Institute to get that right. And I've been able to, to touch base with Dr. Arthur ever since then because of the relationship we've been able to build. That's how it works at the Bone and Joint Institute. They'll take care of you and build that relationship. Talk to Dr. Jeff Watson this past summer about a foot injury that I had uh, this past year and got it fixed and got it taken care of and managed with the Bone and Joint Institute. So check them out in Franklin. They do everything under one roof. That's the clinic, the potential surgery, any testing you need. And they also have the rehab facility right there in Franklin, right off of I-65, boneandjointtn.org. It's bracket time. It's BetMGM time. Find your national champion. Go to BetMGM or the BetMGM app and place a $50 wager on one school to cut down the nets in Houston this year in the NCAA tournament. And if that school makes it to the semifinals, you will get a $20 bonus bet back into your account. So uh, this is for both new and existing users. All you have to do is go to your BetMGM account uh, and place a $50 wager on a team to win the national title. Uh, that's the promo. That's why I love BetMGM. That's why they're the king of sports books, and I will be using them all throughout tournament season as March continues to play out. So get involved with them if you don't already have an account. That's BetMGM and the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. New customer and existing using offer. Uh, customer offer. All promotions, subject to qualification, other requirements. Wards issued non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem game sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Sam, I'll flash it up there on the screen. Uh, again, David Long Jr., who has been... You know, I, I think I can say this, the heart and the soul of the middle of that Titans defense with a lot of flash plays, a lot of aggressiveness, uh, and just not caring about sticking his face in the fire uh, there. Two years, $11 million to go to the Miami Dolphins for David Long Jr. Uh, David Long Jr. is a guy that I, I liked a lot. I just liked watching David Long Jr. practice football. And I think you can probably say the same thing. He's fun. He's fun to have around. He's fast. He's ferocious. He has, he's a human missile as a linebacker. And so, but the Titans let him go after spending four years with the team. Uh, so fair or foul for the Titans to let David Long Jr. walk because 
the two years 11 mil, Sam, makes me think that the Titans were fine with letting him go and we're not really negotiating to keep him back. Yeah, I mean, you have to think so, right? I mean, David Long said to me after the season ended when he was cleaning out his locker that he wanted to be back in Tennessee. That was kind of uh, his mindset, his thought process. So the assumption was that they would work to get a deal done. Now, what that looked like was kind of up in the air. We had seen everything from over $40 million from PFF to right around that two-year $10 million mark from Spotrack. So it was kind of a question of like, where really is his market? What do you give him per year? Uh, and how much do you prioritize bringing him back? But yeah, for two years, 11 million, certainly get the feeling that the Titans were more than okay with letting him walk because not really a significant, significant enough cap figure uh, to, to let a guy that if you viewed him as an essential piece of your defense to let him out the door. So fair or foul, Orlando says fair. Cody says foul. Uh, Trey says uh, David Long is replaceable, fair as it gets. Uh, going foul for that price from Kenneth, foul from Jacob, foul from John, foul from Tighten Up, fair from Steven. Nate says foul. Bo says fair. NJ Titans fan says foul big time. Jermel says fair. DeMarco says fair. DeMario says foul. Denise says fair, repeat offender. Colby says foul. Mr. Jones says foul. Chris says maybe he wanted to leave. Maybe. I, I mean, but he also, maybe he changed his mind. The, the sense that I got from David Long in the locker room was he wanted to be a Titan and, and was more than happy to come back to the Titans. So my assumption was that, it, you know, if they made him a competitive offer and wanted him back, that that would get done. Uh, but perhaps things changed uh, since the, the end of the regular season. You don't really know uh, how, a player's thought process kind of transitions once he yeah. starts seeing other teams that are calling and, you know, future opportunity uh, at that discount foul says Jay fair says Alex foul says Xavier. Absolutely foul says Nick fair from Brad fair from Steven fair from Naraya foul from Cody fair from Maserati Mac fair from Brad foul from the other Cody we have a foul tape doesn't lie from Jamar fair from honky tonk fair from Matt Jody's fair Cody's foul fair is Titans Kyle foul as a Titans fan fair. If you're a Dolphins fan from mixologist. Yeah. I mean, that's uh would be the, the transitive property of that there. So Austin, I'll go to you. Is it, is this fair or foul to let David long go to Miami for two years and $11 million? Yeah, yeah it, man. And Brad brings up a good point. Uh, Tennessee doesn't have a state uh, a state tax, which makes things cheaper to stay here if you're there. Florida doesn't either, so I think that uh, works out for David Long Jr. in his pocketbook. But you know, it, it's interesting because I I think there has to be some parameters on my answer. I say it's it's foul for what he signed for with Miami. It's fair if you look at the positional value and the positional. And this is the position that David Long Jr. plays because under John Robinson, and now it seems like under Rand Carthon with Mike Vrabel, the Titans have gone draft, replace, repeat at inside linebacker. Draft, replace, repeat at inside linebacker. It started with Jayon Brown, fifth round pick early on in J-Rob's in uh, GM career. He was fantastic. Now, they kind of signed him to a one-year deal because of an injury for a, a cheap situation and see what happened. But then they moved on from there. 
But then they got Rashawn Evans, who was in the first round, but not a first round uh, productive type player. They let him go. Then they bring in David Long Jr., another uh, mid to late round draft pick, a sixth round pick, who was phenomenal to take Jayon Brown's job. But now they're doing it again. Monty Rice, you're up, man. Monty Rice, the third round pick going into his third season out of Georgia. It's your turn. Monty Rice has not shown the flash in his first two years that both Jayon Brown and David Long Jr. did. Now there's Dr. Jack Gibbons, and now there's this uh, Luke Gifford guy, the Titans signed this morning from Dallas. But I, I think it's it's foul for what J, uh, David Long Jr. got from the Dolphins. Because I'm, I'm struggling with this, Sam, because everything that David Long Jr. looks to be on the football field is what Mike Vrabel values. Fast, aggressive, smart, productive, developed, and kind of cheap at the same time. But there's this hamstring thing and soft tissue injury thing that Mike Vrabel called David Long Jr. out by name at his season-ending press conference, which I believe, Sam, was on the same day that you talked to David Long Jr. in the locker room and he said, I want to be back. Now, I'll ask you this because I don't know the answer. Did you talk to David Long Jr. before or after Mike Vrabel called him out by name? Before. It was before. So we uh, we went to the locker room. We kind of had the locker rooms get clear, cleared out. We talked to the players. That's when I talked to David Long Jr. And he kind of, you know, iterated, you know, like he, or he said, I want to be back here. Like my assumption is that I'll be back. His mind was still on being a Titan. Uh, and then, you know, 30 minutes later, it's Mike Vrabel at the podium saying this about David Long and Christian Fulton when asked about the Titans injury history. You know, we have to address it. We have to at least look at it, and we are, and we have, and we do it every, every single day. We look at soft tissue injuries. We look at those soft tissue injuries of, uh, you know, repeat offenders. You know, I mean, it doesn't take too hard to look and see that, you know, Christian Fulton and, and David Long, are, you know, I mean, they repeat offenders as soft tissue injuries. They have to figure out a way to, to train and act like, you know, this, this is the game is played at a, at a high speed. Kevin Byard hadn't pulled a hamstring in, since we've been here. You know what I mean? And there's, there's a durability factor to playing professional football that we should not overlook. Like, that, that, that's real. There's, there's guys that are durable and there's guys that aren't. Do you want to be a blister or you want to be a callus? And, you know, do you want to keep working through every day and you get your volume up so that you can withstand the, the, the volume and the rigors of the season? You know, and that would be callus. Or do you want to be a blister and you want to, you know, feel some discomfort, pull back, wait till you feel good, and then come back and do it for in a couple of days and then you're going to, you know, keep feeling that way. So those are the two thoughts. And there is a level of luck that I think. I think there's a level... You know, it's cyclical. I mean, we've had two, you know, awful years as it relates to injuries. Um, you know, prior to that, you know, I think it was at a level where you could, you know, say that it was in, in, in the range of, of normal. So. so that's Mike Vrabel, uh, and that's him calling out David Long and Christian Fulton and using Kevin Byard as his example of a guy that hasn't had injury issues, knock on wood here. 
everybody, everybody knock on everybody the wood knock on wood. Yeah, I but got uh, the thing that really stuck out to me, Austin, wasn't just him saying this is a repeat offender, right? We can all see that when we watch David Long and see him missing time. But it's him saying he needs to figure out a way to train. That was kind of the red flag and like the alarm for me of being like that. This is not Mike Vrabel saying, oh, well, you know, his body's just built different or like, let's look at the training staff. Obviously, Mike Vrabel sees something in the training habits of those two guys that is alarming to him. And he thinks is, is a reason for a lot of the soft tissue problems. Now, whether or not that is true, I'm not sure. We did a, a doc talk, you know, mm -hmm. just trying to figure out yeah. why these things keep happening. Uh, and this is why I say it's fair because the best ability is in fact availability. And not only is David Long at a position that isn't highly valued in terms of like you, how much money you're going to pay them. It's also a position that has a ton of guys available in free agency. Like I'm just rattling it off right now. Tremaine Edmonds, Bobby Wagner, Levante David, David Long, Eric Kendricks, Bobby Okarecki, TJ Edwards, Jermaine Pratt, Drew Tranquil, Leighton Vanderesh, Aziz Al Shahir, Rashawn Evans, Caden Ellis, Quan Alexander, Devin Bush, Alex Anzalone, Kaiser White, all inside linebackers, off ball, a lot of them off ball linebackers that like uh, are available. So, so when there's that many names available, you aren't available for your team because you have soft tissue issues and allegedly problems figuring out how to train for the rigors of the season. It's fair if you want to let him go, like no harm done. I, I wouldn't have batten it, batted an eye either way because I, I do like David Long as a player. I think he's great when he's on the field and he is everything Mike Vrabel looks for. Uh, but, you know, obviously Mike Vrabel doesn't feel the same way. Yeah, clearly. Uh, and, and so th there were several comments of people saying that, oh, did David Long get offended because Mike Vrabel said that? You know, I, we don't know that. We're not saying that for sure. But I think what, what we are – what Sam and you and I, I think it's fair for us to assume is that the Titans did not have interest in bringing David Long Jr. back considering the deal he signed in Miami. The Titans were willing to let David Long Jr. walk for several reasons, one of them being probably his injury history of being a repeat offender. And <clears throat> so, you know, the other being that he's at a position that you can draft and on Saturday uh, in the draft every year and find somebody that can come in and fill a couple of years and on a cheap rookie contract and then do it all over again because the Titans have been doing that since they drafted uh, Jayon Brown the fifth round in 2016. I mean, it's a position, it's like running back, right? Like, I mean, it's one of those positions that generally in the league is valued at like, well, you know, if, if you're good at scouting it, which Mike Vrabel is, by the way, he knows a thing or two about uh, linebackers, but it, like if, if you're good at scouting it, you can take one in the fifth round and have him be just as productive the next year and, and like plug and play. And that's something that they've really developed here in Tennessee over the last while is the ability to, so maybe, maybe Monty Rice steps up next year and people forget all about David Long. I do like David Long. I still think they should be in the market for one of those veterans and my apologies to Bobby Okereke. Yeah, or the mispronunciation. I feel like I've been corrected on that name like well, he, a million he changed times. His name. He changed his name after he got drafted, which is not when you can change your name. You have to Definitely change your name not. before. After you, when your name gets called on the stage, that's, that's your name now. Yeah. yeah. Marcus Mariotto, right? Everybody remembers that. <laughs> from the reason I the reason I say it wrong in my head 
is I'll tell you it's it's Pat McAfee. Yeah, that's it. It's I Pat hear McAfee I hear the I hear the Bobby Okariki or whatever he said uh, in Nashville. In, in Nashville, yeah, yeah. I, I hear that in my head and. I can't get it right because Pat McAfee lives rent free in my brain. So. Yeah, John Doe says you ain't finding a top 10 inside linebacker for five and a half million a year. Stop the cap loss. Look, I don't know, I, John, I'm not over here capping or whatever you think I'm doing. I don't uh, think I, David Long's a top 10 inside linebacker. Well, I think there are some metrics that do have David Long Jr. ranked very highly as an inside linebacker. So I think, I, mean, he, I think he has the ability to be a top 10 inside linebacker, but again, like we haven't seen, and this is not uh, the end all be all measurement by no means, make no mistake about it. But David Long hasn't even had like a hundred tackles in a season. Like what he's been able to prove and do at a sustained level in the NFL is very, very limited so far. So I, I don't jump to the, he's a top 10 inside linebacker. I, right I think now, he no is way. a, a well above average to I very agree. good inside linebacker. I agree. But I mean, what does that look like in terms of the scheme of the league and how much you're paying? Him? Well, like, and and the, I guess the problem is the Titans don't have the cap flexibility, the financial flexibility to be able to afford. And look, it's two years, $11 million. That's an average of five and a half. And the Titans or whoever, voidable years are now just this trick that the NFL pulled out of its ass a couple of years ago during COVID to just make contracts cheaper for teams overall. Now, how many voidable years can you throw on that thing to make uh, any contract a lot more affordable? They did the same thing with Austin Hooper last year. One year, six million was the report. But Austin Hooper had like two voidable years on it to make that cap hit like a third of it. And so there's a lot of different ways you can do this with a salary cap gymnastics as it's been coined to. And so, but I guess the fact is the Titans are, are, are not in a situation to pay an inside linebacker who has injury history, uh, a second contract money, whether it's cheap or not. This is a good point. I mean, but like Nate's burner says, they'll miss his coverage. I, I They'll miss his speed in general. They'll miss, his, they'll miss everything about him. They'll his miss his tenacity. Yeah, I mean, his speed to the football, uh, stopping the run, gap stoppage was big reason why they had the best run defense in the NFL last year. I, I mean, David Long was an impact player. They will miss a lot about him, but they also want something more reliable. And especially because, Austin, we heard two years, $11 million. We didn't hear about any guaranteed money in the David Long contract. Yeah. So uh, potentially really, really cheap and really low risk for Miami. You love it if you're Miami, and clearly there's something that Mike Vrabel uh, – didn't like and doesn't want back. Maybe they've seen the physicals. Maybe like, I, I don't know what yeah. it is about David yeah. Long, but there's something going on where a guy that on the surface is a high impact player that the Titans have no interest in bringing back. Yeah. Demaro says, but the Titans paid Gifford. Yeah. For less than half of the cost of maximum. Again, Luke Gifford's two years for a up to 5 million. Uh, and then Jonah says, David Long is also undersized. Name one snap. One snap of David Long Jr.'s four years in the NFL where his size was a negative impact on the result of that snap. You can't. <laughs> yeah, they, I think the line undersized that inside linebacker narrative is died outdated. down a lot. I mean, maybe it hurts him in coverage sometimes with his length, but yeah. I mean, it, it pretty it's a couple inches, right? So it's not really the biggest difference in the world. Yeah, it depends on who you ask on that. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday. Let's go ahead and get to our Tuesday sports trivia here on Tuesday. Sam, you guys went 5-0 and last week. 
I think so. Chat, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought we went 5-0 and and hand up, absolutely no help by me because Zach was asking a bunch of like 1980s NBA or college basketball questions that I had no idea about. But I, I oh, thought we man. went 5-0. and So let me know if I'm wrong, but I, I thought the chat really came through if I remember correctly. I, I should have done. I need to adapt. I, I should do college basketball trivia because you we know what the hell it is. You, because you, it's that you should do NCAA tournament trivia is yeah, what you or, should have done. Orlando says 5-0. and Roy says 5-0. and I'm going to have to go get a, uh, a brand new uh, quiz to do that because we got five questions, and this is the last five questions we have. And because you guys got 5-0 and – all we have to do is get three correct. That's easy. That's all we got to do. Three out of five. So I am we'll disappointed that. that that you didn't think to do NCAA tournament trivia. Though. Yeah, that would have yeah, been. I, that, I, was, I mean, uh, I would have. I I would have done well at that. I'm just well, saying. Do you want to go? Do you want to go find an NCAA trivia quiz real quick? How am I supposed to find that right now? I, I'll take care of the sponsors. Don't worry about all it. Right, you, you, all right. You, if I'll you, take. I'll take care of the sponsors. Well, all right, Don't yeah, go it. ahead. I'll you. see what I can find. You take care yeah. of this. I'll see what I can find. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, so Sam's going to do that. I'm going to tell you guys about Wilson County Hyundai. Check them out and make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. They've got you covered. Payne Bone does a phenomenal job uh, with uh, his team and, and the fleet of vehicles they have out there at Wilson County Hyundai. You're not going to be paying that downtown price because they're in Lebanon, which is an easy drive out of Nashville. So if you're in the Nashville area, go check them out. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is their website. They can help you with the financing. They can help you find the right vehicle for you. Uh, they've got a lot of great deals on several models. I believe it's the Tucson, the Santa Fe, and the Hyundai Sonata, all with 0% APR for the next 48 months. That's a long time of not having anything like that there. So 0% APR on the next 48 months uh, for those Hyundai Hyundai models, the Sonata, Santa Fe, and Tucson uh, right there at Wilson County Hyundai. So go check them out in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also with BetMGM, we've been talking about this uh, so far this week. It is that time of year. We've got the brackets out. All you got to do, new or existing users, I've already done this as well, a $50 bet on any team to win the tournament and you get a $20 bonus bet if they make the semifinals. So that's pretty solid. I went through my bracket. I thought, which team do I think is the biggest lock to make it to the last weekend at least? And I put my $50 down on Alabama. I like the price there at plus 800 to win the whole damn thing. But I like my odds to get that $20 bonus bet right there. So it's new and existing users. All you got to do is opt in to that feature on the BetMGM app for a $50 bet on any team to win it all uh, to get $20 in bonus bets if they make it to the semifinal right there with BetMGM. Uh, Sam, have you had any luck on finding your tribute? I've got some good ones too. I have five really good questions. Uh, NCAA tournament trivia. I'm actually impressed with uh, how easy it was for me to good. find these. So. Good. Well, so we've got five uh, questions in this. All we have to do is get three correct and we get over our 69 out of a hundred um, in this round, which is a big deal for us to, to get the 70%. So Sam, let's hit it. All right. Question number one, what is the lowest seed ever to win the NCAA title game? The lowest seed in the NCAA tournament to win the national title ever. 
Do you want? I have multiple choice. If you yeah, like yeah. if you have multiple choices, then and do you know the answers to these or no? You're I playing. don't know them off the top of my head, but I have them available to me. So you have the answers in front of you. I'm not looking at it. No, it's it's at the bottom of the page, so I have to scroll okay. down to get to it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. All right. All right. Uh, a is a 12 seed. B an 11 seed. C an eight seed. Or D, the nine seed? I believe this is UConn. The year that UConn beat Kentucky in the national title game. Was that like 20? Uh, that was the 2014 or 15. Was that uh, Shabazz Napier? Yeah, it's the Shabazz Napier against the Harrison brothers. Yeah. I don't remember what seed UConn was. They were either an eight or a nine is the we're problem. We're getting a lot of eights. Uh, we're getting eight for Villanova, uh, eight, 80s Nova as Villa, uh, you know, Jeff Rubel says eight locking in. It was the Cinderella story. The best Cinderella story is eight Villanova. I think we need to go. Yeah. I mean, with all these eights, I trust that. So do you want to, it's well, on you since I have the answers. So final A to Z Villanova number eight. All right. The correct answer is C eight seed. So correct. One and O one and O good job to everybody. All right. Question number two, who is the only coach to win both an NCAA and an NBA title? An interesting one. Uh, Rick Pitino. Do you the have multiple? Coach, that is not one of the choices here. The oh, only coach okay. to win both an NCAA and an NBA title. We have A, Larry Brown, B, John Wooden, C, John Calipari, and D, Dean Smith. And Larry Brown. I feel very good about Larry Brown. We got early Larry Browns in the chat. Yeah, a lot of Larry yeah. Browns coming in. Is that what you're going to want to go with here? Yeah. Larry, Larry Brown, final A to Z. I feel good about that. The answer is A, Larry Brown. Final is correct. All right, on to question three. Who is the only player to win the Final Four MVP despite not winning the national title? The only player to win the Final Four MVP but not win the national title, it's A, Michael Jordan, B, Steph Curry, C, Hakeem Olajuwon, and D, Carmelo Anthony. Um, immediately, it's not Carmelo. They yeah, won the out. title. It's not right. Steph. They didn't make the final four. Right. Uh, Hakeem Houston. Um, I, mean, I don't Jordan think Houston... won, Jordan won a championship, but he had multiple years at Carolina. I so. think it's I think it's Hakeem. I don't think it's um, not Steph. The chat saying Steph. Steph Curry didn't make the final four with Davidson. They lost in the Elite Eight. I'm almost positive. Yeah, they didn't that. make the final four. I think it's Hakeem. I feel I feel good about that Hakeem Olajuwon because he never won a title. I'm I I'm down for that. Okay. Yeah, Houston did, never won. Mm. Final A to Z on yep. Hakeem Olajuwon, and the answer is Hakeem Olajuwon. We're three for three, so we hit okay. the mark. But let's try All and right. finish this thing out here. Question four: Which city? Hosted the most NCAA Division One championship games in the 20th century. The 20th century, which is the 1900s. Yes. So, so in the, the 20th last century, 22 years don't count. I would assume that is correct. Yes. 
because that's not the 20th century. So yeah, I'm just making sure. We yeah, yeah. So which, which city has hosted the most championship games? We have uh, a Kansas city, B Houston, C Jacksonville or D Indianapolis. I think it's either Houston or Indy. I would agree. It has to be but one of two. It's we're getting a lot of certainly not Jacksonville. <laughs> we're getting a lot of Indianapolis's. We're getting some Kansas cities too. We're all over the place. So does, if does we're eliminating Kansas city have a, a, have an arena. Yeah. For who? They have to have a arena. <laughs> For who? Maybe it's just like, maybe it's just like the Kansas city arena. Like you, you don't necessarily need to. I think it's Houston because the Astrodome Indianapolis had the RCA dome for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's Kansas city, but I'm sure they have a, an arena somewhere. Yeah, now because you kind of have to have an arena. Oh, that's but, true. Good but this is a century. we're talking about like national championship yeah, games. Do we like Indy in the like 1950s though to host national championship games? More the than Astrodome Houston? is a great option because the Astrodome was around for like. But Indiana's also basketball like. I don't know. I just in, feel like in, you're about Indianapolis and basketball. Also like. has, you know, RCA dome for like later in that century, but they've got Butler's uh, field house that hosted a lot. Um, man, I'd rather go with, Kate- I'd rather go with Indy than Kansas. Uh, a lot of people saying Kansas city. I don't think it's Kansas city. Cause where would they play the game? And I can't think of one final four happening in Kansas city. Yeah. But Sam, you weren't alive. For any of these, but I, I, I watched them. I watched them back. I watched them back. I've seen you literally, we're not I have seen Christian Leitner. I've watched, I've watched Survive in Advance thirty for thirty right, on the. So I think, I think we have to say Casey. Casey is the. You think we're going to say Casey? Casey is the most popular answer by far in the chat. I'd say Indy, but all right, let's go with Casey. Mixologist says Municipal Auditorium in Kansas City, so right, I, I will. Uh, I will go with that. Okay. And the answer is A Kansas City. A wow. Kansas it is Kansas City. So Kansas Oh, that's true. The Kansas City Kings did used to exist. Yeah, and so, we're thinking night we're thinking 20th century. So that's, you know. But I told you Kansas City had an arena. They have to have They yeah, they an arena. Did for the for the Kansas City Kings back in the day. All right, so 4-0. Oh, here yep. we got one more. All right, this is a fun one because I think that this one's describing me this year. What are the chances that someone could cor- correctly pick the winner of every game in, in the 64-team NCAA tournament? What are the mathematical odds oh. to picking the correct bracket? A, so we're going 1 in 9.2 quintillion, 1 in 2 billion, 1 in 5 quintillion, or one in 3.5 trillion. What's a quintillion? Uh, five. It's, it, it's five. Yeah. It goes billion, trillion, quadrillion, quintillion, sextillion, centillion, octillion, octillion. I don't know what nine Nov- is. Nov- Nova, 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 Yeah. Okay. 
Sure. That may, I mean, that may, may no, go, I, out. I got <laughs> go through the options again. Uh, we have 1.9 or one in 9.2 quintillion, one in 2 billion, one in 5 quintillion, and one in 3.5 trillion. I don't have a clue. I just know that it's probably higher than you think. So I would go in the quintillions. You go on this. It is up to you. I'll let you have the. It's probably higher than you think because they say the chances of you winning the lottery are better than you picking the perfect bracket. You getting like a perfect Powerball something like three times in a row is more yeah, likely it, than I don't think it's ever been bracket. done because now every everybody has the perfect bracket challenge and no, nobody's ever won because it's No, yeah. Happening. I mean, it's so I uh, would say so- one – see, I think personally – Five quintillion is too exact of a number. I would say 9.2 quintillion if it was me, but you, um, it, all right, it's up to you. So you go with what well, you I don't want to let the chat down here. I'm not sure they have the a chat. I, I'm I, again, the I'm chat not sure is they have a huge idea. So <laughs> there's not a consensus in the chat. All right, we'll go a one in 9.2 quintillion as the final answer, and that could be way overshooting it, but you know what? Um, let's see. The correct answer is A, one in 9.2 quintillion. All right. I is got that the, Is that the, the biggest or longest odds of the that, four? That was the highest of the four, yeah. Okay. All right, there we go. So another 5-0? and oh? Yeah, 5-0 and oh back to back. Uh, hey, hey, good stuff, guys. Uh, hey, look, Bork, I was not saying the chat was useless at all. I was just saying there was not a consensus in the chat like what? there was earlier. If the and if Zach was here, chat, you know Zach would have already put you guys on the on the timer for Googling here. We don't want anybody Googling the odds. So that's right. That's right. So Lucas, thank you for doing math for me because I was gonna struggle with that. We got 71 out of 100. I actually I think it's 72. Uh 72 out of no, you're right. 71 out of 100 is how he finished. That was big. Big, strong finish for everybody involved. So congratulations to everybody over the last 20 weeks of Tuesday sports trivia. We got 71 out of 100 correct. And I, I believe uh, that was a, a big-time victory for us as, a, as an entire show uh, with you guys involved every Tuesday on the chat. So guess what? Next Tuesday, new NFL league year, new NFL league trivia. So now we got 0-0 zero, zero, uh, to start it back over. We'll, we'll pick our, our goal there and see what we get. But appreciate it as always, guys. Also, I do want to remind you, if you haven't done it yet, join our bracket challenge. Once again, I'm going to drop the link in the chat right now. Uh, I'm copying it now, and I'm dropping the the link uh, for you guys to join our bracket challenge. Uh, It would be great if you guys could do this for us. We're trying to get as many people in our bracket challenge as possible uh, to make it fun for everybody. It's a great uh, way that Run Your Pool does this. Uh, with how they have their dashboard and leaderboard to make sure we can all keep up with uh, where everybody's at. So make sure you join us. The top three brackets that finish all get a prize thanks to us and uh, run your pool. So appreciate that. We have until free to Thursday. sign up too. Free yeah. to sign up. So like, yeah, if you have a bracket, just punch your picks in. I mean, free to sign up. And if your thing, if you do well, you start picking the right games, man, you can win some pretty cool prizes. Yep, absolutely. So I'll see, we'll see you guys uh, tomorrow on the show. Appreciate it as always. And don't forget, uh, asking you guys to do a lot today. Give us that thumbs up 
on the like button as well on YouTube and on Facebook while you're at it. We appreciate it. And we'll see you guys on a Wednesday where we react to whatever the heck happens in the NFL and free agency. A lot of movement already uh, as wide receivers come off the board uh, on day two of free agency. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 8, Buck Rising Live, A to Z Sports Primetime at 8 o'clock tonight. React to do it as well. Check you later. Appreciate it as always.